Fed can just print more money out of thin air, but the government's always going to be in debt to the Fed. Folks, we had some serious issues with the YouTube live streaming, and I'm not going to, uh, you know, say that there was any conspiracy going on because I think that that is schizophrenic to say that. Uh, you see a lot of people doing that, but it was very interesting timing. Two minutes before I went live, there was a virus that got on my computer and didn't allow me to do the streaming so it is what it is we still got out a great episode you're getting the first hour free here and i'm going to keep this intro short because youtube is uh weird right and i know i'm on their platform it's fine you know i'm not too invested in it yet because i've got like 48 subscribers we need to get those numbers up this is embarrassing okay got several thousand downloads on my podcast hundreds of thousands of downloads i might say okay and yeah 48 i mean it's not translating well so you know it's it's fine we're gonna get into it though we had a fun fun episode with krampus and uh santa they weren't on the podcast we just talked about them me and my buddy uh colorado dank i know him as jay you know him as colorado dank he gets into all kinds of crazy stuff man he's a really really cool dude and uh really really fun to talk with the first hour is straight krampus and santa mythology uh, the symbolism, and then we kind of have a really interesting conversation that's wide-ranging uh, regarding all kinds of things that are on our minds, and uh, it's almost like a reflective episode on the year and the things that we've learned uh, throughout the year, and then if you're a Patreon subscriber, you'll get the audio for that, at, and at the very end, uh, at patreon.com slash Podcast. He breaks down some really interesting symbolism with the uh, Christmas tree. And then I'm shooting from the hip here. And I come up with a phenomenal idea, if I do say so myself, that there is not only the unholy trinity of all these things, not just Christianity, not just paganism, not just all, you know, Egyptian cults, all these things. Uh, there is also an unholy trinity for Christmas. And uh, like I said, shooting from the hip. But I mean, my buddy that knows a lot about the occult and esoteric type stuff agreed. And I mean, I think that this was one of the better episodes that we've done a really great way to uh, to to do an, a Christmas episode, if you don't uh, mind me saying so. Really appreciate you subscribing at YouTube. If you need the uh, link to get there, because it does seem that that is hidden for sure. Uh, just shoot it over. Shoot me a DM or, uh, you know, get with me on Instagram. That's the only social media I actively participate in. But uh, yeah, this is a fun thing, man. So uh, really, really cool stuff. Patreon.com slash Dangerous World Podcast to support the work, to get a ton of content. And also dangerousworldstore.com to get your t-shirts, 
uh the covid world ooh i can't say that can't say that but uh the world tour t-shirt that's coming out and uh you know the the beginning the very very beginning of this conversation the meat of the episode is edited out for youtube but you can go over to the audio feed which is coming out same time and uh obviously patreon is the is the uh, greatest way to uh get the full experience and uh man it's a crazy time that we're living in there's some weird things going on i'm very thrown off by what's been going on lately but you know what we're going to rise above it dude we're going to come come out on the other side i think in a more positive way and we're going to weed out a lot of snakes. So with that being said, guys, enjoy the Krampus and Santa Christmas special from Dangerous World Podcast here. I'm your host, Ryan Dean. Uh, I have uh, Jay Colorado Dang on, and he has some great information as usual. Okay. Really fun stuff, guys. Enjoy the episode, and you'll be hearing from me in just a couple days. Follow on all platforms, and uh, I love you all. Ladies and gentlemen, after an epic fail on YouTube, for some reason, it would not let me stream seamlessly. I don't know what was going on. It was very interesting. It's saying that my computer has viruses now, so we'll see if we can get that fixed and do a live episode at some point. I do have uh, the technology to do it, but for some reason, just not working out. And Jason's been very patient with me. I appreciate that, dude. Uh you know, we got together and uh, yeah, dude, it, it's just a weird, weird situation how those kinds of things work out. But I'm really excited to talk about Krampus, even though I'm like in a nasty mood right now. But we will uh, we'll make the best of it, dude. It's always uh, it's always a good episode every time we talk. And uh, yeah, just gonna just gonna talk about Krampus, dude. So did you have you done anything for Christmas yet, man? This is like a whole month where people do all kinds of Christmas stuff. Well, I've been to some parties, you know, Christmas parties. Nothing, okay. nothing major yet. Okay. Yeah, dude. It's like, I, I actually went to a family Christmas party yesterday and I got into a conversation with my cousin. Um, I was wearing my government is the virus hoodie and she's a ICU nurse. And so, you know, she had a couple of drinks and I did too. And then she starts like trying to debate the vaccine with me, dude. And I was like, you know, I don't really want to do this. And we we, get, we go back and forth a little bit. And I was being very polite because it's my cousin. Like, I love her. She's a, a sweet lady and everything. And, dude, she starts crying because I'm asking her questions that she can't answer. You know what I mean? It. I felt really bad, dude. But it it's just one of those things where it's like, don't start these conversations unless you want to, like, you know, get a little pushback because they know I don't want to take it. You know what I mean? And I just thought it was funny, man. It's like it's like the perfect uh, Christmas party if you get out political argument with one of your cousins or something and then you make them cry (laughs) and i felt so bad i was like what is going on here like i i wasn't rude at all i just think that she has an attachment to the cause right because she she is definitely she's on the front line yeah yeah dude and and she went to new york when stuff was real crazy and was working in the crazy craziness so i mean you know i i think that she's doing good work but man uh, it is it is something else when a when an adult cries about uh, your opinion on a shot. So I don't know, man. But anyway, well, I dude, know how I feel about the shot. So <laughs> I do know how you feel, and yeah. I think it's pretty similar. And I, I was asking her simple questions, man. Uh, you know, just she was talking about some gene where it makes it more you're more susceptible if you have this gene. And I was like, well, what's the name of the gene? She's like, I don't fucking know. It's like, dude, what are we talking about then? You know what I mean? Yeah. So. 
it, it's whatever that's neither here nor there but it was a fun time it, i always enjoy talking about this stuff and i'm some dumb idiot that didn't go to college and she's got her master's degree and i you know i held my own i would say but anyway dude that's all indoctrination. If you ask me, see, see, when I look at college, I look at it as you're good at listening and remembering like a good soldier, you know, mm-hmm. you can rebuttal everything that, that, that they're talking about. That's all it is. I mean, I've, I've known a lot of people that had like super high education, 4.0, stuff like that. But if you talk street smart with them, they, they're lost. Yes. They can't think outside of what they've been controlled to, 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 to think, you know, whatever their memory is. I agree, dude. These people seem like they know exactly how to work in systems, right? And that's that's what's very interesting. But we might as well get into this, dude, because I find yeah, let's dive. this whole deal really, really cool, dude. Like, you know, the pictures that we were kind of looking at where it seems like Santa is kind of dressed up like the Pope a little bit. Uh, we might have those little interruptions there because, like I said, my computer has some sort of virus now. But so this one over here, the Poland one. Uh, the Polish Santa Claus. I was about to say, he's got the Hollywood is what it looks like. Yeah, and he's got everything. I Dude, I had this set as a kid. My parents had this set. So I saw these Santa Clauses, like the Russian one. This dude's got like a flat hat. It's it's interesting when you when you look at all of them. But what what I found really Dagon. cool. That's the Dagon hat. Who? Dagon. Russian? Uh, the Poland. The Poland one has a Dagon hat. Some of them have the Mithra hat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, the one in Poland it has a the Dagon hat known as the Popus hat, um, which if if you know about, um, I don't know if I went too deep into Dagon, but there's stories where Nimrod he turns into these different deities. Um, so one of them is Dagon in the sea, and he's pictured with what looks like a fish. Um, he's he's got like some kind of fish garment on with the fish head above him, and that's where they get that shape. It's the mouth of the, the fish. Uh, so that's Dagon. Dude, I've got another it's freaking Hollywood. picture that I'll show you of, uh, and I lost, I had all this stuff ready before we had the issue with the live streaming, but there's a picture of Krampus. It's an old, old picture of Krampus and then that Polish looking Santa with the, with the Pope looking hat, right? And the, the Krampus is behind him with a pitchfork and with his tongue sticking out, like you said. So, you know, that doing that mocking tongue, he's got the pitchfork symbolism, like all that stuff is very interesting. And it kind of makes like Santa look like a godly figure. And the, obviously Krampus looked like some sort of demon, like a Christmas demon, right? Yeah, that's and, what they call the Christmas devil. Yeah, dude. And I mean, so what did you think about that thing? You know, we, we obviously talked a little bit before this episode, but Santa is meant to represent the winter solstice, right? This is why he's got the white beard. This is all the, you know, the he, he represents the, the winter solstice. Um, based pretty much off of Thor, who Thor rides in on a chariot pulled by goats, actually. I thought they were horses, but there's uh, a goat creatures, two goat creatures that pull uh, Thor's chariot. And then you have, obviously, the symbolism with, with Santa riding in his sleigh with reindeer pulling it. So that's a, a direct... Yeah, and they both represent the color red, right? They're both red, Thor and and Santa. And then you get this dude coming in Loki, right? And Loki is like the the antithesis of of uh of Thor. So Loki's got the horns, Krampus has the horns. Thor has the the sleigh or the the chariot and then Santa has the sleigh. So there's a lot of 
Thor comes off as righteous, whereas Loki comes out as deceiving. He's 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 the deception version, so it's like a polar opposite. Yeah, and then when you look at Krampus, um, he's got the all mocking tongue, which is um, I believe Isaiah fifty seven four, where he talks about you know, uh, um, you know who are you who are you sneering your tongue at? Like who who are you hanging your tongue out at? You know, because what happened was when the fallen angels fell from grace uh, as Nephilim, they came down to the earth. So they started mocking him because they were punished. So uh, that's one thing that he has. He usually is pictured with a bloody mouth because the nice version is he takes the birch wood and he um, he scares the kids with it. But the real version is he takes the birch wood and he beats them to to tenderize the meat so that he can eat them. <laughs> so he throws them into the bag after beating them with the birch wood and then goes off to eat them. I mean, that's what he's doing. Um, yeah, it's it's, it's funny when they seem like two polar opposites, but they're one and the same. And we'll get into that as well. Yes, it is very interesting. And then another thing that I heard that was really cool was that uh and you know so there's different theories of what krampus is he's either the christmas demon or he's santa's helper right and -hmm. we call the elves santa's little helpers right and you have the pointy ears on the elves versus the pointy horns on krampus so there's just a lot of different little things here and there that you can find you can make connections that are way way deeper than that but this is where krampus comes from the legend of krampus right the alpine region all these countries and what i heard and correct me if i'm wrong that Santa Claus was like widely a German Austrian name and the Catholics coming out of Italy here, right. Go into Austria and they make St. Nicholas out of Santa Claus. They just say, this guy is St. Nicholas now. Right. And then it started off actually in Italy and then it made its way to these other neighboring countries. Yeah. So yeah, this is the Alpine region. Which I just I was just reading up on it. Um, so it started in Patara, Lycia Patara, which is supposedly the birthplace of Apollo, and it was named after his son Pataro. So, so um, pretty much that's where I get the connection of it is actually Apollo, and Apollo is Nimrod. So Nimrod is seen uh, in many pictures holding a reindeer with a Christmas tree, like with an evergreen, holding the evergreen in one hand and the reindeer in the other, and he also has the beard. That's where he, you know what I'm saying? That knowledge and all that stuff. Yeah. And you said it. you made an Odin connection too. What was that? Um, Odin. So it's the all father. Um, hold on a second. He's shown more often with the white beard too. And, and Thor seems to usually have a red beard, but I know that like, as Thor gets older, he, he has the, the white beard, you know? So no, it's an interesting, yeah. tons of connections dude. but yeah. So, uh let's get into krampus a little bit man because um krampus i guess it's a german word for krampen and it comes from claw right so you get like the claw this is you know th- we can talk about that ritual too december 5th the krampus knocked and the whole setup of that because we we had a little back and forth we were trying to figure out what was the correct uh description of krampus Nog. so why don't you go ahead and get into that dude and then i'll, I'll kind of give so, my takes krampus Nog is uh that's the day where um santa's helper comes to i guess put fear into the naughty kids he'll give them a lump of coal or he'll he'll um hang the birch wood on the 
on the uh, the doorstep or something like that. Um, that's one of the things that they would do. So they, some people say the parents would do it, but he has uh, a goat face. Uh, some people say it, it, there's different forms, of course, throughout history. Uh, some say he wore a goat skin and it was a human human face, half goat, half human. But if you look at a, a lot of the pictures, it's, it looks like a goat, like a demon. Horns coming out, tongue hanging out, uh, hooves like a goat and fur, like a dirty brown fur. And he would come out and he would take the children that were naughty, depending on how naughty they were, give them a lump of coal, beat them with the birchwood and throw them in the bag and then take them off. And then Santa Claus would come in on the 6th. So that's that's the main thing I've got out of it. And they still do this to this day. They drink and marry, um, which is a term that they use back in the day for getting drunk, like super drunk. And uh, that's what all the parents do on Krumpersnacht. Yeah, dude. A huge ceremony ritual that they do every year. Dude, so I heard something very interesting about that. And, and, you know, it's kind of funny. I don't know how true it is, but like the idea of the furry community coming from from like these these Krampus costumes. And it's kind of interesting. I thought it was hilarious when I was reading about it. But the same thing with the Easter bunny, this warm fur, because they're wearing goat fur most of the time, right? And you see the goat over and over again when it comes to Krampus and when it comes to this whole ritual, it seems. Um, most of the Krampus costumes are made of goat fur. Uh, goats are pulling the the chariot of Thor and so on. Uh, this is that picture I was talking about, dude, where you, know, you see this Pope-looking figure, but that's St. Nicholas, and then you have the devil or Krampus right behind him. You can see his tongues out and everything. So interesting stuff to me, but yeah. So uh, allegedly, that one of the theories that I liked was that uh, Krampus comes on the fifth, scares the shit out of the little kids. Santa comes the next day, or Saint Nicholas comes the next day, and he is trying to. He, he tells the kids essentially go to bed, and the kids go to bed because they were just scared to death the night before. And at that night on December sixth. All the parents go out, they do their feasts, as you said, and they would have orgies and things like this, oftentimes in their front yard. And it's a very cold region. So they're dressed in furry costumes, usually goat fur. And if the kids were to mistakenly see what was going on, which they rarely did because they were so scared to leave their beds, the kids will go outside, see all these animal looking things, having an orgy, basically, or rubbing up against each other. And... And that's that's supposedly a loose connection to the furry community, dude. And I thought that was really, really interesting. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, I haven't looked deep into that part, but it, it makes sense. I mean, that it was um, it's like it's around the time of it's the opening of Saturnalia, which is just right around the corner. So this is like the precursor to it. And during the days of Saturnalia in Rome, which is right across, um, it's right below Germany and all that. Um, they would they would do the same thing. They would drink blood out of a uh, chalice and they would have orgies. I mean, uh, I mean, getting thinking about Nimrod, you know, um, and everything he did, you know, is it's uh, it all makes sense. since That's that's who they're really worshiping. You know, they all did orgies and it was all. Um, and uh, what was it Greek? Um what you mean it? So getting back to the Odin part, um, it was actually um, so so he's a Nordic god, and when Christianity came to Germany, they introduced him as Saint Nicholas, 
Um, they introduced Odin as St. Nicholas. So he's the all father, the father of knowledge. That's why he has the beard, um, which is how Nimrod was represented too, because he was, uh, he was considered the one of knowledge. He went, he built the tower of Babel. He was the first real, real ruler of the world. Mm. So, so that's interesting. Dude. So you, do you think then it's fair to say that, that uh, St. Nicholas or Santa Claus is supposed to represent both Thor and Odin in the same entity? They're all the same. Yeah, they're all the same entity with different names. Yeah. Mm, okay, well, then what about this? Did you hear this theory, too, that, you know, it was potentially the parents of the kids going around wearing the Krampus masks to yes. scare, scare demons away, not to scare the kids, but to scare demons because, you know. So they would pass. Yeah, because. Yeah, so what's that? So that they would pass. So yeah, the, the demons would leave them alone. Yeah. And so the, they did the same thing during Sam Ween. Uh, during Sam Ween, they would. Uh, they would wear the druids would uh, wear like animal fur and like the dead carcass, just, just the skin and um, you know, burn fat and stuff like that, you know, to it's pretty much just a ward off the spirits because it's during the winter solace. That's the, the thinnest of the veil is during this time. That's when Tammuz would go down to the underworld and therefore there was a thinner veil during this time. So therefore magic was more prevalent at this time. Well, yeah, and that was the thing, too, is that this was during the golden age or it may be even possibly before that where people took the authority or they followed the authority of the churches. Right. Everyone was more spiritual back then. Everyone was more religious. And I'm not talking like the new age spiritual. They weren't worshiping rocks and stuff. They were going out and they were you know, they, they were connecting with their God in their own ways, which right. I guess, you know, you could say that crystals and all that stuff could do that. But, I, you know, we, we've talked about this a little bit in private, but. Um, there, so there's a similar festival that the Hindus practice in Hindi mythology, and it's called Black Makala. I don't know if you've heard about that, but the people would wear lion masks to keep away weaker predator animals. So it's the same idea where, like, if you don't want a freaking hyena walking into your village, you got a bunch of dudes, grown men out there dancing around wearing lion masks, and this is like in their heads to keep away the animals that were very real threats. And maybe demons are, are very real threats too, you know, like, you know, so I think that it's just interesting that you see the similar sort of festivals going on in the East, mm-hmm. going on in more Western religions as well. And they have a lot of the same ritualistic components to them. So it's fascinating to me, man. Well, folks, if you know me, you know, I like to shave my sack and it's very important. You know, a lot of people pack on weight and they pack on hair this time of the year, right? Christmas, it's a time, you know, you got to make sure that all things are in order. Um, your nuts are included in this, right? This is not something that is, you know, I, I should say it's something that is easily overlooked, but I would say that you're really making a big mistake if you don't think that, you know, if you want to put a lump of coal in a female's stocking, let's say, you got to make sure that you shave up. And we're talking Manscaped, obviously. Okay. Manscaped.com. Enter the promo code DANGER. You're going to get 20% off and free shipping. You're going to get products like the Weed Whacker. Okay. I'm trying to deal with this on YouTube. It's very difficult. YouTube's, YouTube's already annoying, man. But, you know, we're here. The Lawnmower 4.0. This is a great product, dude. You can shave whatever you want with this thing, it's very quiet. This is right in the mic. You hear that? Right in the mic. It's probably kind of loud in the mic. Again, 
but it's very important that you get good products for your amazing penis. No homo. Okay. Everyone's got their own unique dick. A wiener is like a fingerprint. Everyone's is unique. There's no two that are the same. And I'll tell you right now, Manscaped can do these things. They can clean you up. They can make you look fresh. They can make it so that you will get a good present when you're laying pipe late at night, dressed as Santa, and your kid walks in and sees you pounding out your wife or husband or whatever. I mean, who knows these days? It's important that you're doing it right, and there's no chafing. There's no nonsense going on. Everything is good to go. So instead of getting somebody some kind of bullshit, that they're not going to like, right? And this could this could be a gift for a female. I'm surprised that Manscaped hasn't come under heat for having the word man in their title. I wonder when the womanscaped is coming out. We're not sure. I'm glad that they're sticking to their guns and they're being strong about this. They sponsor the UFC. They sponsor all kinds of manly things because, let's face it, there are two genders. First strike on YouTube coming right now. I've talked about all kinds of crazy shit in my podcasting career. And here comes the first strike because I'm saying there's two genders. And men, men do deserve something good to have like something that can groom themselves nicely. Am I crazy for saying this? Am I, am I wrong? I don't think so. Okay. Not only the ball deodorant, not the foot deodorant, not the wonderful smelling soaps and the shampoo and conditioner and all these really interesting products that they've just come out with recently. But they sell packages. They sell all kinds of stuff. You might have seen it at Target, but don't do that. Don't support Target. They support the non-binary bathroom idea. That's bullshit. We don't deal with that here. Manscaped probably doesn't. I'm not going to speak for them. We don't want to get in trouble here. They renewed the contract, so we got to keep it going. But with that being said, never forget that men should be able to shave their balls in a way that is different than how women shave their balls. Okay. Enter the promo code danger at manscaped.com. Get 20% off and free shipping when you enter the promo code danger at manscaped.com. Get the greatest gift of all. And even if it's not going to come straight on time for Christmas, you can order it yourself with that extra Christmas cash that you may be getting. Support yourself, support your loved ones, support the troops that seem to be losing a lot of wars lately. It's unfortunate, but it's true. I think the last one we won was World War II, but that's fine. It doesn't have anything to do with Manscaped. Shave up. Be good. Take care of yourselves. Take care of those nuts. Manscaped.com. Promo code DANGER. Absolutely. So, so, um, so like I said, he was the helper. So whenever, you, whenever he would come, come back, that's whenever Santa would then come in. And he would supposedly go down the chimney, which, I mean, there's... There's some there's some things I, I don't want to get into too deep or whatever because I want to lose people. But well, get into some of it a little bit, dude. You can't tease us like that. <laughs> I'll, I'm 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 just <laughs> I'm just gonna uh, go into the Yule season. So during the Yule season, uh, you know Yule tidings we bring and all this stuff. I'm sure people have heard of that. They've heard of Jolly. Um, Jolly is a, a a Nordic term um, <clears throat> for the 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 log for Yule. So that's where you get jolly. So then you get it, it gets mixed up into Christianity. So uh, have a holly jolly, Merry Christmas. 
So holly is the holly wood that is a that's a protection wood that they would use for their 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 spell like the Poland guy had um the Poland Santa had and it would protect them and if they just like uh, what was his name Harry Potter had the Hollywood that was what they, he made his special staff out of uh his wand because of the holly tree him. yeah so even even especially if you're a violent person it protects it protects your spells from your violence so um if that makes sense because whatever when you're doing magic especially ritualistic sigil magic whatever you bring within your heart is going to magnify in your spell so that's why you have to cleanse yourself and you have to do these rituals mantras stuff like that because you have to calm your spirit before you do the magic and so they would go into this uh this yuletide season knowing that this is a magical time so the the spirits uh they believe their goddesses gods all this stuff the spirits would roam the streets and the only way to protect themselves was would be to cleanse themselves offering offering up their children like beltane um drinking blood eating flesh mainly child because it's innocent pure mm-hmm. so that it would then cleanse themselves and it would also get them really high because of the uh, endorphins, the adrenochrome, all the stuff, chemicals that are inside of the blood. So that's why if you ever look at Saturnalia, they're all like drunken and falling over and stuff. It's because they're, they're, they're drinking shit. They shouldn't be. It's abomination, um, which you'll hear about the Scarlet Whore and how she, uh, she comes in on the, what is it, like a nine-headed, ten-headed, oh, man, I can't remember all this stuff off the top of my head, um, but it's a dragon with all the, the heads and stuff, and I think it's like ten horns, and she comes in with a cup of abomination, drinking the blood. Yep, that, that's like Saturnalia right there. Yeah, dude, it's very interesting. Sorry, I am having such, I'm having so many freaking computer problems right now, it's insane, but we can still do this. But yeah, so I was trying to show you this very interesting deal with a bunch of different Nordic gods. And in the middle, you have none other than Thor or Odin, depending on the way uh, he's portrayed. Yeah. Yeah. But look what's pulling him there. You can see the goat pulling his chariot. That looks like Odin there. But yeah, dude, you see the goats there. And what they are is the uh tansgrisnir they're the goats that pull thor's chariot every time this pair pull the chariot of thor through the sky it comes uh with thunder and lightning and all this good stuff so i mean that's kind of crazy dude it's another goat reference so i i, I don't know it's A lot of goat references um you know um which i i brought this up earlier uh, about eminem just came out with a song with dre uh called the gospel and uh it, if you think about it, it's god it, it's not god's gospel it's lucifer's gospel he's talking about satanic uh the satanic ritual of of uh sacrificing goats and stuff like that and i was like man it's just in time for saturnalia because you know that's what they're doing right now they're going to be you know uh chopping their heads off that's what they do in santeria uh satanic magic um Santa yeah that's just crazy it's it's great supposedly j-lo does that stuff dude I'm sure. Yeah, that's, that's more like, uh, it's more like a Latin American, uh, you know, Aztec type of of uh, magic that they do, and uh, they'll cut the heads of the goats off while they're doing the ceremonies, and it's supposed to protect them from the demons and also lift their spirit up. Yeah, it's Santa Ria. I think I just said Santa Rita because I'm drinking a little bit, but yeah, Santa Ria yeah. is uh, 
You know, sangria. <laughs> yeah, dude, it sounds like that a little bit. But no, so so you were making all kinds of connections, dude, with uh, certain dates and and things like that. Um, you know. So after Sam Ween, you go into Yule. Uh, Yule, like I said, means like jolly. Um, and the reason they, they, they celebrate this time is because this is the time of Tammuz. So Tammuz goes down after Sam Ween, he, uh, around the time of fall uh, in Burmalia, he goes down into the underworld because um, he, you know, he was killed at very young. And so they, so like I said, Ezekiel chapter eight, verse 14, the, the women are weeping for him in the, in, in the house of the Lord at the, uh, and at the altar, they're worshiping the, the star, the Eastern star. And so, so he was a, he was a baby. That's where he get Cupid from. And he would go down to the underworld. So then they would, of course, do the Beltane. They would, they would burn uh, children and these uh, Wicca men so that they could then praise Tammuz for bringing them a bountiful harvest. And then they party all fall and winter into the winter solace. That's where the, the real magic uh, really starts taking place because the veil is getting thinner and thinner as it comes to the, the uh, darkest time of the year. And then his birthday was on the 25th. So you have Sardinaria worship, which I believe is the 17th to the 23rd, 24th, I think. And then you have his birthday on the 25th. And uh, at this time, they're burning what's called the Yule log, which is uh, it's the same thing. It's all about worship of the sun god. And they would it, they would have it burn bright. It was all ritualistic. They would tell tell war stories, um, all kinds of you know, kind of kind of like what a lot of people do during Halloween. Uh, they would do this during the winter solace. And I know in Rome, in Rome they did Saturnalia worship, is where they worship the black cube and of Saturn. And they would go into these this time of orgies, and they would drink blood. They would sacrifice humans um that so yeah they would sacrifice kids mainly but they would they would put them up on this this flat uh this flat rock and they would sacrifice them and drink their blood um i don't know how many people they did i mean saturday night was like a six or seven day period so i'm pretty sure they did more than one uh but it was mainly royalty that would drink that would really get to sacrifice the poor people <laughs> pretty much is what they did um and then you know going into like I said, going into his actual day, his actual birth, the 25th, they would, uh, they would burn the Yule log and this would be, they would make sure it burned slow so, so that they could praise him. And it was a very sacrificial, uh, I'm saying, sorry, not sacrificial, sacramental kind of, kind of, uh, thing. They would save it. And the way that you would burn is you had to light it from the last year's, uh, um, the last year's burnings, you know, whatever was left over from the year before you had to burn it, which is a similar thing from Sam Ween is whenever they would light their lanterns, uh, they had, which was like blood and fat. Um, they would have to, uh, they would have to use it from the last year's sacrifices. It couldn't just be a fresh flame. They had to do it from the year before or else they were like breaking the the ceremony, the, the ritual. Interesting. So, yeah. dude, what is the what is the fascination with kids and all this? Because even with Santa Claus and with Krampus, everything revolves around the kids. And I understand that there's a big purity aspect to it. Innocence, yeah. Innocence. Do you think? That, are you saying that that's all that it is? Because it seems like there's something more to it. Because every single holiday, every tradition, 
mm-hmm. major tradition seems to focus on kids, right? Yep. Christmas, uh, Thanksgiving, not so much, but like Halloween, all of these holidays that we that we celebrate here in the West, and a lot of them are based off of pagan holidays, right? Well, um, yeah, it's it's the blood. It's uh, the blood has more for one more. It's all about fertility, um, longevity, infinity, as as everyone's hearing about right now with the yep. meta. Um, it's all about living longer. So, so as we spoke in, I think it was in our, in our very first podcast we did together. Um, I spoke of, uh, the golden age. So during the golden age of, I believe it was Apis or they call them Moloch, Moloch. Um, they would burn the children and, and what they would do is they'd burn them and sometimes, you know, eat them, uh, half burned up or whatever, or they would beat them and then eat them. And the reason they do this is whenever you put that much fear into a child, it releases the, um, the adrenochrome into the blood and then they would eat them so that they could get all this, this adrenaline. And they believed that it would, it would, they would rub it all over their faces, uh, all over their bodies so that they could then replenish and live longer. So it's all about longevity. So, I mean, that's why you have the, the Royals over in, was it England? uh drinking the uh, doing the blood transfusions you know like it's wide known that they take babies and then they do a blood transfusion so that they can live longer they replace their blood with fresh blood from a baby and elizabeth bathory too right that was the old uh the the lady that that you know the house of the bath uh a dragoness essentially she was all about you know multiple kids at once taking their blood uh, you see Kim Kardashian, these people doing like the blood, the blood facials and stuff, which they say it's like animal blood or sometimes it's their own blood. Um, usually it is their own blood, in fact. But yeah, man, uh, there there's a lot of a lot of focus on that kind of stuff, which is there's something wrong with the fascination of blood. And then there's also the the companies now that are going out and they're doing the uh, they're taking blood from willing participants that are under 17, which I don't know how you can do that. And uh, they're they're put, injecting it into like like blood types for older folks, and this is supposed to kind of curb aging. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, and there could always be something much deeper than this. For all we know, the the neph- nephilim needed the the god gene that was in our blood. I mean, who who knows? Because when they fell from grace, I mean, there's there's honestly no telling if you we don't have a way to go too far back just because history only allows us so much knowledge. They've hidden so much from us. Um, but I mean, once you get into, once you, once you get into uh, uh, the, the birth of Tammuz, which was the divine uh, form of Nimrod, which a lot of, you know, a lot of people say Nimrod and Tammuz are born on the same day. In fact, they are the same being, but whenever he was born everyone came from everywhere to see him like he was the most um as you just tell from the story from baby jesus uh, that's actually to moves that everyone came the three wise men came to him and uh we'll get into that in a second They're talking about the epiphany uh the epiphany was uh actually can't i'm not gonna say the date <laughs> I'll, I'll say it in a little bit once we uh you said we were gonna go into the patreon right Sorry. Well, yeah, we are, but we're not on YouTube anyway, so you can just fire away okay. and say okay. whatever you want. All right. So, so you have you have Krampus on the the fifth of December. You have Saint Nicholas coming in on the sixth, 
after the naughty kids had been, I guess, taken away in eight. And then, uh, of course, Santa Claus comes in and I guess he he's the, the good kids because, <laughs> I mean, he's a cannibal, too. That's why he's fat. And um, it's not full of cookies <laughs> and milk. So then you, then once you get over to January 6th, this is where it really gets interesting. So January 6th, you have what's called is this comes from Italy. Um, Batar. Um, <laughs> sorry, man. Was, well, I'm showing these. Do you see these pictures of St. Nicholas? Yeah, yeah. They're really interesting, dude. That one's kind of good. A lot of Mithra. Yeah, and this looks like some sort of Eastern shit. He's got a sword in his hand and stuff. But yeah, the, uh, that little sun around him, it looks like it. It's very similar to Jesus, right? Like the, the depictions of Jesus, like on those Catholic candles and things like that. Um, so, yeah, dude. Got the cross of Tao on him. Yep. I mean, all, all these crosses is sun god worship. That's why they had the sun disc behind him. Where the sun, it looks like the sun's behind him. I saw sun god worship. Well, and you'll have like the Virgin Mary over his left shoulder and Jesus Christ over his his uh, right. Um, you know, obviously flipped around for for if you're looking at it. But yeah, a lot of red and Mother green, Mary's a lot of red and gold. Yeah. But yeah, sorry. Keep going with your thought because that's that's one of the most interesting aspects of this whole thing. Yeah, man. So then, whenever you get into January sixth. Um, the three wise men were on their way to the Magi, which if you break down in Latin is Magus, which is magic or Maga sorcery. Uh, they were going down to the Magi to see baby Jesus and give him the three, the, the three gifts. And then they met with this, this witch from Italy. It was a, a witch in Italy. They met with her. She was called La Buffet. Oh man, I'm going to mess this up really bad. La Bafana, I believe. And um, she she uh, was was asked, do you want to go to see baby Jesus? And she declined the request. And so that whenever they went, they met with baby Jesus. The next day, she felt regret. So then she started trying to find him. So then they had the same thing, just like Krampus. She was called the, the Christmas witch. And she on January 6th, every year, she would go through trying to find baby Jesus. So she would go first, see the naughty kids, just like Krampus. And she would either give them a lump of coal or she would uh, give them a piece of her broomstick, a straw of her broomstick. But we all know what she would actually do is she would take the broom, which, uh, you know, birds, and she would beat them with it, put them in a bag, take off on her broomstick. They say instead of her drink eating cookies and drinking milk, she drank wine, red wine, which we know is is blood. She it's the same thing as Krampus, and um, and then and then of course in Europe that's whenever Saint Nicholas would come for the rest of the kids. But she would give gifts to the babies and put them in her shoes because it was baby Jesus. So she was looking for him. So that so she would she would cher- uh, shower them with gifts and put them in their shoes. So it was a very similar story. But it just happens to be on January 6th, the same day that we had the, the what was it, the, they called it an insurrection or some shit. Yep. But, but that was all people screaming MAGA, MAGA, which is Magi or Magus, which, you know, if, if you break it down into Latin, it's all means sorcery, magic. Yeah, dude, it's very interesting. And I'm actually right now, I'm trying to pull up the picture that you sent me of the Bufena kids cartoon. And yeah, it was in the uh, kid cartoon called uh, 
Miraculous Tales Lady of the Bug. Ladybug and Cat Noir, yeah. season two, number five. Yeah, um, and she's seen as green, which is fertility. Mm. Yeah, that's very interesting, dude. Interesting. It, it, the green and the red is constantly going, and that shit is is just going crazy too. But yeah, so uh, I'm I'm gonna see. So it's, I guess it's season two, episode five. Uh, I'm gonna see if I can just pull this up because I found this real interesting too, dude. You got Bafana, and then everything that you look up. Here we go. Everything that you look up when you just type in Bafana, it shows uh like an old scary witch it's not something that would be anything that kids and that's not a a a normal name right that's not just a common name you see that yeah yeah, i can see it yeah so yeah and you sent me this um i've never heard of this show at all but i'll show some more of the weird like actual uh like the the real version the legend you said that this is an italian thing yes that's it she's the italian christmas witch yeah, from Italy. And so it's the same deal as Krampus, essentially. Yes, sir. And she has the wooden broom, uh, just like he has the birch wood, just like Santa has the wooden staff. So they they all have very close similarities. Yeah. And it's funny in this article that I'm pulling up here, it says that she's the Italian Santa Claus. So this is clear misrepresentation of the truth. I mean, you got people dressing up as her. Mm-hmm. you know she's got a witch nose they all got their brooms um obviously it's a historically catholic culture as this article says yep. and for some reason i, I find it kind of interesting that they are worshiping a witch for well think about this even krampus santa claus all this comes from rome where they worship apollo like i said earlier the name Nicholas yeah. comes from the same city of patara uh, in in italy where uh apollo was born supposedly and that's where the oracle of apollo was there um the city's known for the arches of mateus um i mean it's all sun god worship yeah dude that's crazy these masks are so insane the freaking krampus mask man like a reptilian eyes you see that shit yeah yeah reptilian eyes you can see the dude's actual eyes underneath there which is kind of creepy looking but I mean, yeah, it's a weird, weird tradition, and it seems like this part of the world it does have some spooky sort of his- history. Lords of Darkness, do you see that? Yeah, Krampus knocked. Yeah, dude, I don't know, man. It, it just there's another cool thing um, to think about. Um, so Krampus knock come from Germany. So once once Saint Nicholas got to Germany, that's where Krampus knock came from. And they still, I believe, don't get me, don't quote me on this. I believe they're still celebrating it today because um, from the, as long as the pictures are, have the right dates and times on it. Um, but during the time of the Nazi regime, Hitler actually banned him because he resembled the devil. Really? Or we're talking Krampus here. Yeah, we're talking about Krampus. Yeah. Um, yeah. During, I think it was like what the mid 30s, early 30s, mid 30s, 1930s. Um, Hitler actually banned him because he was too much of a resemblance. Yeah, he was too close of a resemblance to the devil because he was, mm. you know, goat head, goat hooves. Well, they believe that, that like when they're wearing the mask to scare away the, uh, scare away the lesser demons. 
they're doing it because these lesser demons would be more afraid of the devil himself. And if you look at this picture, if you're checking this out on YouTube, there is a lot of similarities, not only to elves with the ears, right? Like Santa's helper. And you got the Loki horns right there. And the Pope had, it still trips me out, dude, how this version has, I mean, it looks like the Pope, you know what I mean? So he's got chains on this one. I've seen him. He's all chains. That's another thing I've seen. Um, the fallen angels being chained, but I believe that uh, Lucifer was never chained. Uh, there's many parts of the Bible where it says that he's actually loose among the earth, but there was fallen angels, the Titans that were chained and put into the abyss. And that the reason that they weren't uh, killed was because if he killed them, he'd have, we'd have to have the same fate. So he chained them until judgment day so that we shall have a chance at redemption before our judgment day, if that makes sense. It definitely does, dude. And it, it, I wonder if there's some sort of symbolism too with the chain and how you, how you're breaking it down like that. If, uh, when Think he's got the, Thor. well, right. Think about Thor with the chains, man. Uh, well, I'm just saying. I was going to say more from like Thor a, movie. like an esoteric standpoint where it's like if he's got the chains on, he, in that depiction, he's Santa's helper. He's kind of bound to, or not, uh, yeah, say Santa, which it's confusing now that we're talking about Satan and Santa in the same sentences, but, um, so you have him bound to Santa. He's he's forced to help Santa. Maybe the ones without the chains, he's more of the uh, enemy of Santa. Um, he's supposed to be his helper. He's supposed to to go and weed out the the bad kids, and then Santa's supposed to come in and. And that's kind of what heaven and hell is, right? Like God and the devil. That you know, obviously they're enemies, but. Yeah. It seems like they kind of work together, right? All the bad people go to hell, right? All the good people go to heaven. You're freezing up a little bit here, but I can still hear you. Um, so yeah, man, it's it's a oh, very there's the, okay. Let me go get yeah, do your thing. But there's a significant, significant amount of symbolism when you talk about all of the insanely I mean, everything is so in sync. And it's very, very interesting. Um, I don't know. Jason just stepped away here. I want to uh, interrupt for a second. Not for a Manscaped ad, but I had the best fucking pizza I've ever had in my life. Okay. Now, this is a side story. This is a little story within a story. We call the podcast a framing device. Okay. The main story is all for this. This is the secret that they don't want you to know about Christmas. Okay. There's a place in Tucson rosati's i gotta shout them out okay i had this pizza i'm I'm doing a little pizza talk right now because this was i had the best pizza of my life dude and it was uh it was just a, a italian sausage with uh jardinara which is like celery olives uh carrots and stuff like that garlic and then onions and it blew my mind and i just had to share it because uh I haven't been eating cheese and I was immensely hung over from this party that I went to with my family. And I was like, you know what? Winter's not the time to give up cheese. I'm still off the cheese, but I, I had a cheat day. So, uh, yeah, I just had to interrupt for uh, Rosati's pizza shout out, but yeah, dude, go ahead and, uh, and do your thing with, uh, you, you're in the middle of a thought there. What was I saying? Sorry. <laughs> what was we, I were saying? we were talking about like how the, the similarities of not only Loki and Thor and Odin, <laughs> oh, but yeah. Krampus with the devil, 
Santa with a more godly or pure figure. It's um, yeah, it's Odin, uncanny. All father, but then he's also the wicked one, um, the deceiver. So then you got, so you got the way I look at it is Krampus is the actual form, Loki, um, which Loki, as we know, um, he had that that series where he was um in the time the, what was it called the time crunch um you know i don't watch many of those marvel movies dude i need to check them out because there's a lot of symbolism in those i know you got you watch a lot of them because you got a kid have you seen the new spider-man movie i heard that that one's got a lot of stuff in it i haven't seen it yet okay but yeah i don't know uh, much about loki but he had the tv series in it. it's got it's got dr strange so it's, we are, I already know it's got chronos in it and they're splitting time are we talking spider-man mm-hmm yeah, well, so yeah. I think what you're referring to with Loki is the show where he does do a little time time travel, and it seems, or uh, it's more of like an origin story too for Loki. Yeah, it's just a just a in between uh, show. I forgot what it was called, man. Well, and but, we, I, I don't know if we touched about on this Kronos in there as well because anything to do with time is Kronos, and Kronos yeah. is a sand. That's all these people are the same entities, just different versions of him religions yeah well yeah, and that's the, the the mythology mythology of jesus is very interesting and I'm, I'm curious what you have to say about that do you think that that it's accurate that he was born on december 25th or was he born somewhere closer to easter he was born somewhere closer to summer actually okay yeah so easter is a time that uh that tamuz was killed he was killed in the spring um supposedly from what i've read a boar killed him that's why we cook hams for christmas is because he was killed by a boar um so we cook ham in resent in remembrance of his death and they portray it as jesus because people okay so if you understand how magic works divination they're 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 reaching over to the other side to talk to spirits but these spirits are just like the fallen angels. So you got to remember these fallen angels, they have the same knowledge. I mean, of the future and everything that's going to happen. So then he throws, he, what, what Lucifer did was he threw in a similar story as the real Holy Trinity to mask over with false in, information. So a lot of people, I've talked to a lot of people about this and a lot of people are like, no, Jesus is fake. This is the real story. I was like, no, that's what that's the deception. They want you to believe that the that Tammuz and all that's what's actually hidden, but it's not. What's hidden is the true identity and origins of Jesus or Yeshua. Um, they've been masked over with this Tammuz, Horus, um, Odin, um, Ra. Helios, uh, Ra. Well, talk about the the Holy Trinity, dude, because the Holy Trinity is repeated constantly. So in the Norse in the Norse version, what would the Holy Trinity be? Probably like Loki, so Odin, in the, and in the Norse, it's going to be probably. I haven't looked too much into it, but if I had, I don't know. I, I don't like speaking on the Norse side just because I haven't looked too much into it. Um, okay. But I know just from the Nimrod, Nimrod. Uh, the Egyptian version and also the Babylonian version of Mesopotamia, we're going to say Nimrod, Semiramis, which is the, the, the whore of Babylon. She's the queen of the heavens. She's the representation of the moon. And then you have the sun God, which is represent, uh, which is Nimrod or Tammuz. So when Nimrod died and then they had the unholy birth of Tammuz through the black magic ritual of Nimrod's 
12 pieces uh, with the 13th piece. Or no, is it 13 pieces and the 14th was missing? I one, was his, was. one was his dick, right? Like they couldn't find the phallus. Yeah, the 14th piece was his dick. So it was 13 pieces, which 13 is the devil's number. Um, so she put all, all of them together. It was in the Delta of the Egyptian Nile. I forgot the name of it. It's an Egyptian name. Um, they did the ritual there and then that's how she got pregnant. Um, they, they laid him down with his penis pointing to the sky so that whenever, um, they did the ritual, he could pierce the sky, which was Isis in the Egyptian or Semiramis, the sky goddess. Um, and then that's how, that's how, uh, Tammuz or Horus was born and then the spirit of Nimrod went into her belly and then she had the birth uh, without sex but she was also a whore so she wasn't a virgin I Uh, always heard that the Egyptian one was Ra, Isis and Osiris so it was Osiris so Osiris was the one that was killed so when Osiris was laid down it was his phallus that was missing and so they gave him I believe they put him in a sarcophagus and they put it, they, they put like, a, I guess, a gold piece for his penis. And then he pierced Isis, the sky goddess, to give birth to Horus. Um, it's the same story, just different, uh, different location. So, but, um, so that's, that's what I call the unholy trinity. And if you look at the Wiccan uh, time, uh, will of the year, you'll see, you'll see the holy the unholy trinity in many locations so a lot of the time when they're doing like maybon or brimalia sarnalia any any kind of witchcraft during that time they have a, uh, the the holy trinity but it's actually the unholy trinity it's in a triangle with three three spirals and uh yeah that's dude unity of the gods i want to i want to show you this video it may be a little off topic but you're bringing up yeah. egypt and how we continuously see and you've you've mentioned the idea that women are you you appreciate women, you love women, you don't, Absolutely. you're not a, you're not anti-woman, but and I, I agree with this idea of what you get at. And so I, I want it to be very clear to anyone that may question where you're coming from right. that this is this is misleading, especially with nowadays. Yeah. Of course. And it, it seems like it's you're coming from like a biblical standpoint or a more uh symbolic standpoint, right? Obviously, women are beautiful. Like we we love women, we need them, they're they need us, right? It's a symbiotic relationship that we have. But check this video out, dude, because you see the whole idea of the chromosomes and the DNA, which you just mentioned. And uh, I will share my screen with you here. And then I, I just want to get your comments on it, dude, because it does touch on a lot of what you were just saying here. So here we go. Let me show you. And I'll I'll describe it for the uh, for the audio listeners. But yeah, you have the X chromosomes, right? In the black cube, in the star, David, mm-hmm. in the Freemason symbol, you got two X's. DNA strands, you got two X's. Pyramid is an X. I think it just closed down my bad. Were you seeing that, though? Here we go. Yeah, or, yeah, I can see it. Yeah, dude. See, this is what happens when you try and do an episode with a freaking virus on your computer. Star, David, the black cube which is inside the star david the freemason symbol all have two x's in them if you just kind of break it down a little bit dna strands have x's in them when they cross the double helix pattern the pyramid a hallway this is where it gets really interesting the ovaries look like a freaking goat head 
I brought that up when I saw people putting that that stuff. Uh, they were talking about women's rights and all this stuff, and I was like, "Y'all realize that's bafflement. That that's uh, it, it's the goat's head." And they're like, man, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, I'm like, all right. So I, I started posting it. <laughs> well, dude, and it's interesting. Like the, the video there takes it a little far where it says women aren't real. I do not agree with that at all. Uh, I mean, I could, I could tell you different. <laughs> really? Why Explain. No, women are real. I have a kid. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. It says that in the video. Like that, I don't get, it goes a little far. So but this... So, so whenever they whenever they start talking about this transgender stuff, which I can, I can give you scripture if you're into that of, of where it literally says, we're not supposed to put on the garments of a woman. A man is not supposed to put the garments of a woman on a cloak or whatever. And women are not supposed to put on the clothes of a man. This is an abomination. Um, let's see. Oh, let's see if I can find it. We actually spoke on this one time. Um, We've covered a lot of different things because, you know, so, it's funny. We set out and we talk about Krampus and stuff, but then we start going down all these rabbit shows. Like, dude, we talked on the phone the other day for a fucking hour. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's just kind of funny. So what they're trying to do right now. So when you look at Baphomet, forgive me if I'm not looking, I'm, I'm thinking. So when you look at Baphomet, he has breasts. He has the as above, so below. Um, he has um, he has a penis. So they they want to blur our sexes because to make us to bring us to the era of the golden age they have which is in it's complete enlightenment which we've went down the other path of uh we've we've downgraded from the golden age and we're moving we're back dumber into every day Aquarius. so what they're wanting to do is they're wanting to bring us back to that angelic like um uh status or whatever so uh they're not they're they are neither male nor female so for us to be elohim which is angelic beings we therefore cannot be man or woman so they have to blend our sexes and that's where they're also bringing in all this technology so that we can then open up our brain you see our third eyes it's not really supposed to be opened like people think we're supposed to because that's forbidden we're not supposed to have the hidden knowledge of the gods we're not supposed to be on the level of lucy or limitless or any of these these movies with that are taking um all of these nootropics um well do they show like aliens like the depiction of a gray alien they're smooth, right? They don't have, they're, they're all asexual. They're all everything. So what, what you're saying holds true, not only in pop culture, but like you're saying in, in, you know, your studies and uh, Elohim, there's a negative connotation with Elohim in pop culture. Have you heard of Elohim city? Hmm. No, so this is what you remember Timothy McVeigh, the guy that bombed Oklahoma city. Yeah, he was yeah. supposedly spending time at Elohim city and it was a white supremacist little society. So it's very interesting, dude, when you look at like how they try to paint Elohim as a negative thing, right? A white supremacist. Uh, uh, and what it could be is the people that are creating these these like references to Elohim in a negative light. They're tying it to white supremacy, which, you know, for some reason, white people are the devil now. And so they're the suppressors of all other races. The white man is the most evil thing out there right now in pop culture. And those are the references to Elohim from what you were to, to like, especially back then in the 90s when this whole thing went down. I, I want to say 94. 
Is this when this happened? Uh, it was close, yeah, around that time. I think in April, if I'm not mistaken, there's a whole Clinton connection there, but this isn't, that's another episode for another day. Dude, we need to do an Oklahoma City bombing or a false flag um, episode because there is, there is some serious ritualistic components to all of those, dude. It'd be fun to talk with you and NY about that. Well, I mean, if you, I mean, as, as I brought up January 6th, might as well bring up Trump and Clintons and all that real quick. Dude, if you can do that, I'm going to go take a leak. I have been holding it for like 30 minutes. Yeah, go for it. Do your thing, man. Um, so if you, if you really want to draw a connection, so Obama, uh, we'll start with Hillary Clinton. So Hillary Clinton, when she was in college, she was talking to Saul Alinsky. She even wrote her thesis on him. She was in talks with him. And, you know, during that, that period, she was even meeting him. Uh, before he died and so then when you when you fast forward to obama obama worked in solinsky's office after death and when you speed it up a little bit and go a little bit further forward you see all the connections with trump clinton's all together he was there for the wedding of of hillary's daughter um he's does nothing but say good things about them i mean he was even at the thousand points of light for bush senior uh, if you want to draw the lines of of um, Democrat and Republican being fake, I mean, he was all up in both sides of the parties and they were all friends. And there's multiple times where you can see these people all together. So if you want to look at Trump as an angel of light that is actually darkness, then I would agree with you. But if you look at him as an angel of light who actually means well, then I must disagree with you because he has connections to Obama. If you don't like Obama, then how can you or hillary how can you like trump you know did you mention the whole birther thing uh no i didn't mention the birther thing i just mentioned how how he's uh the saul linsky connection connects all of them and then saul linsky and his rules for radicals literally gives a a, a praise and a hat to to lucifer the first rebel so i mean i i mean that right there connects all three of them or even four of them, because I mentioned Bush Sr. as well, all of them are connected to, to Luciferian worship of the rebel, which is Nimrod. Nimrod was the rebel of God. He was the great hunter. Ooh, so Saul Alinsky, you're saying is Nimrod. That's fascinating, dude. No, 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 no. I didn't, no, 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 no. I didn't say Saul Alinsky is. I'm saying they all worshipped the great rebel, uh, Lucifer, which is Nimrod. Well, so, okay. Well, because he dedicated, he dedicated that Rules for Radicals book to Lucifer. Yeah. So I think what I'm saying, I'm not saying that he's literally Nimrod. I'm saying that he's trying to be like, like Nimrod. I think he's trying to be him. He was worshiping him and he did all of his work after him because he was a rebel. He was rebelling against the system. And so that's why he he did the whole introduction uh, to the great rebel, the one that, that uh, was against Yahweh um yeah. you know and and there, i forgot the scripture oh man there was a scripture um that i was going to say today um and it ties into uh astroworld and how travis scott said that he uh he's the highest in the room and that's the same thing that lucifer said was um you know whenever he was kicked out yahweh said you are um through your violence uh you've become an abomination or whatever you've you like you, you pretty much you don't you can't hold your rank anymore you're you're going against your rank and so he he kicked him out and then as he was being kicked out he said i will come back and exalt my throne upon the most high and i will be the most high um when so travis scott encourages rage 
as well. Violence, like, yeah. Yeah. And that's so, why that's why Lucifer was kicked out because of his violence, his jealousy that he he didn't like how Yahweh was running everything. So he was jealous and he was infuriated that it wasn't being ran how he wanted it to be. So he he and then, you know, was sinning. He was full of sin. And so therefore, you can't be in heaven and walk amongst the gods if you have sin in your heart, just like with magic. You can't have you can't have evil in your heart and do good magic there's there's no way and that's why we're not supposed to do magic is because we we cannot cleanse ourselves yeah you said something very interesting and i think you've said this a couple times you may have even said it in this episode where uh i know you for a fact you did the last time we spoke where anytime you try and cast a spell or you try and do some sort of ritual it's literally like that old dumb saying where it's like if you point a finger you got three coming back to you so you may I may I may wish uh like for a girl for instance say I I want this girl to fall in love with me and I cast some sort of energy energetic spell on this person that may happen and it may work out great for a little while but then there's going to be a 3 or 4 or 5 fold effect coming back on me in a negative way because you took that energy illegally right so to speak and and now that you you're having to pay the piper dude and I told you a while or last time we talked on the phone, I messed around with a Ouija board for a little while, just kind of having fun. And I did it by myself. They always tell you never do it alone. And I think that the real reason why they tell you not to do it alone is because you're not like someone. There's got to be one asshole in the group that moves it around. I didn't get anything <laughs> that moved. I didn't, you know, it didn't move for me. But mm-hmm. I will say that I had the worst couple of years in my life following that. This is this is you know. My, I got in my car accident uh, a couple of months later, a few months later. Uh, I was constantly in freaking debt, dude. Like I'm not by any means wealthy, but I'm I'm like even, you know, I'm, I'm comfortable to where I can I can buy food. You know, I make you know, I made a mistake with a freaking crypto wallet of mine the other day and it kind of fucked me over for 400 bucks. But I got that back and everything's good now. But it's just like, you know, if that would have happened to me, the four hundred dollar deficit that I that I was in because of a quick (laughs) yeah yeah, dude a quick mistake that i made uh this is a good time to plug the patreon head on over to patreon.com slash dangerous world support my work um but yeah dude it is uh it's fascinating and i think that what you say really does resonate you would have asked me three or four years ago if i thought that like ouija boards had any significant aspect to them i would say uh that that no they don't back then but now i mean i've seen it i it's too much of a coincidence. I'm talking years of my life were fucking ruined because I messed with a Ouija board. And I, I did something wrong, clearly. Um, but this is why you shouldn't just go messing with that dark energy. The stuff that you don't understand. They don't call it white them. magic. <laughs> they call it uh, divination, some of that white magic. But it's it's, uh, it's all the same. You know what I'm saying? Um, we're unclean. It is an unclean practice. We're not supposed to do it. Um, the only divination you should ever do is praying. You know, so what if in case people don't know what divination is, divination is you are seeking, you are seeking uh, sometimes future or guidance, any type of information. You're seeking help from the divine council, from divine beings. And the only divine being you should be doing that with is through Yeshua, which is uh, Yahweh incarnate. So that's the only time you should ever be seeking divine counsel um seeking divine counsel from these other spirits there is a price to pay 
Uh, like I said, it could be three, sometimes tenfold back at you, depending on what you did to that person. Um, I've seen, oh man, what is this called? Um, I had somebody at work showing me because they know they know the stuff I'm into. And I'd be like talking to people and stuff. And they were showing me something that people were doing on TikTok. Um, it was, uh, what is it called? It's called, it's a certain type of magic. But I'm going to try and look it up real quick. Are we talking like an Eastern type magic or Western magic? What? Oh, it's like um, it's a type of rage magic where you're literally casting spells on people so that um, they're being followed around and being tormented by spirits. And I can't remember what the hell it's called off the top of my head. <laughs> Sounds like a hex of some sort, right? There's Yeah, you're pretty much hexing people, but they're doing it. They you you write their name on the paper, you draw a black X on it, and then you you give ill intention because it's all about your subconscious. You give them ill intention, and then they, they're supposed to have a bad spirit follow them around, uh, depending on if they commit suicide or end up killing them, uh, killing someone else or whatever. Uh, you could have 10 times that coming back at you. So then your family members start getting the, the torment. So, well, don't uh, don't give the whole spell out because there may be a couple people that want to do it to me and then to you too. You got and you got in trouble. It, it does. With, it's with not, one guy when you were talking about uh uh that that freaking Eminem thing, dude. That dude got uh, in there and people, he was just talking out of his ass. He didn't know what he was saying. People get salty, man. They start trying to act like they oh uh, like they like they can tell us what we should be posting and stuff like that. And it's like I'm posting so other people that are unaware are aware of what they're listening to because well, it wasn't the name of that song that you were quoting it gospel. was called gospel so i mean like he i think he i think the guy thought that you were saying that eminem was speaking the gospel and you're like no this no. is the name of the damn song dude <laughs> he's i can't remember exactly what he said but he said something like that and then i was like well yeah lucifer's gospel and then this other guy i don't know maybe it was the same guy um commented back saying who cares about Eminem and I'm like I'm like uh, 33 million subscribers on IG there's a lot of people that care on one <laughs> yeah. platform he's got 33 million on and then, one yeah, platform dude. so yeah it's very interesting and, and you see this I want to tie this back into Krampus and and uh and St. Nicholas and all this stuff and the whole festival and I want to give some some people some things to think about here oh, when it comes to Christmas um it's very very interesting that this seems like the most righteous holiday to most people um i actually heard recent, oh, shit, we didn't even get into the christmas tree bro well um, yeah we so- will let's save that for the end yeah. here because yeah. i want to there there's a very very religious guy that i know uh at one of the stores that i work at one of the ones that i go to and he's extremely extremely religious seems like one of those guys have you ever met someone jay where it's like Oh, you've you've never had sex before at all, right? Like you, you, you know what I mean. Like you meet someone and it just doesn't I'm seem. Nice. I'm about to say who, who? Oh, oh, okay, I see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, no, oh, I know yeah, you got a kid. Yeah. I'm not talking to you. You got proof. You're the only one that has verifiable proof that you've had sex here. I I don't have any kids, but <laughs> it's just funny to me. Like every once in a while, you meet yeah. someone like an adult that acts like a child and and like they're they act innocent and everything like that. And there's nothing wrong with that, man. But no, no, this... it's, it's beautiful in its own way. Of course. And so this guy, extremely nice dude, and he's very religious. And he says um, that his family doesn't celebrate Christmas because it is it's not a Christian holiday. And when I first heard that, 
I was like, wow, really? Like, and he was like, yeah, it's crazy, huh? Like, everyone's told that it's it's Jesus's birthday. He's like, it's not at all, you know. Like, and we, we kind of talked about it a little bit. Head over to patreon.com slash dangerous world podcast to get more information about Krampus, about Santa, about all the crazy nonsense that is pushed on kids, dude. The kids. All these, you know, podcasts pretend to care about kids. We actually care about kids here, man. We care about what's pushed in their brains. And if you head over to patreon.com slash dangerous world podcast, we're going to get all kinds of more programming behind Krampus, behind Santa, behind all that good stuff. Crazy, crazy information that Jay brings forward. Hope to see you over there.